Welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I'm Nicolina. And I'm Marie. And we're back for a very exciting Hometown Haunts episode. We are so psyched to introduce our guest tonight. Without further delay, today we have the incredible Cynthia Kiss from season two of Canada's Drag Race and from the podcast Semi-Qualified Queens. Welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thanks so much for being here. Boo. <laughs> no one's, why hasn't anyone done that before? That's I mean, so it's, like, it's the vibe. Yeah, Sorry, it listeners, be. if I scared you. <laughs> you did. They've all, they've all tuned out. They're all yeah. they all You've been seeing me quietly themselves. sit there. So the, there was no element of surprise. Yeah. But well, there for was, the listeners, maybe, maybe, maybe. Gotcha. Got How are we doing? We're good. How are you? So good. I did a little workout this morning and living life. It's like one of the last sunny days in Vancouver this fall. Mm. We've had like the picturesque orange leaves, like autumn. Yeah. And then it's just going to, it's just going to, it's just going to piss on us. Go to shit. Yeah. The the forecast (laughs) is like on Thursday, it's like, you're going to get really sad for the rest (laughs) of 2022. Right. Like it it goes away. (laughs) So I've just been basking in it. I've been enjoying it, but it's gotten me. It's got me really in the fall mood, the spooky mood, the Halloween mood. So I'm just extra excited to be here today. I feel like it's taken me a little longer in this month to get into the spooky vibes. Like I'm like, it's the 19th and I still feel like in September vibes kind of. So I'm like, I think now it's starting to happen, but it was because it's been warm. It's been like 27 degrees some days in October. So I'm like, how can I be super spooky feeling? The last week's been better because the leaves have turned. So it it feels better than, than, you know, which I'm not going to complain about warm weather. We are working on stuff at like our house and stuff so I'm, I'm like oh totally to and it's all climate weather. change like the reason totally. it's, it's yeah. like unseasonable <laughs> yeah. I'm like it's terrifying in the back of my it mind but at the terrifying. same time mm-hmm. I'm like live it up yeah like, <laughs> think that's exactly that like, make exactly climate change sticks. work for you totally <laughs> I'm the girl don't let's not get you tied up in climate change anywho <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah no I'm doing I'm doing great and I'm, I'm in an extra spooky mood I'm gonna compensate Good. I, I am an extra Halloween. After mood. this episode, Amazing. I'm going to be full blown. I'm going to start pulling out decorations. We're going to have it all done. <laughs> promise. Pro- promise. I, promise. I actually was. I did want to do that. So yes. Um, I don't well, know. For our do listeners this. at home, mm-hmm. her her place is fully decorated already. <laughs> yeah. I see a very expensive uh, prosthetic witch in the background. It's very very cool. Very cool. The detail. My neighbor put one out. That's just it's me just in, the back. in the background. Oh. <laughs> it's just a cardboard cutout of Marie. I keep it in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> no, my neighbor has a prosthetic, um, like one of those skeletons in their driveway, and. I straight up, I saw it yesterday. I didn't know what it was. And I went, whoa. And I was like, I'm an idiot. Like that's, I've never, as a child, that would scare What time of day me. though? It was like eight o'clock. Like it was dark. It was See? like nighttime. And I was just like, but it was like hidden within bushes and stuff. And I was like, you assholes. I'm like, what the hell? My neighbor across the street has those ones that hang from the tree. They're like skeleton mm-hmm. face. And then it's like a gown kind of that's like whooshing. Yes. Them. Yeah. They're creepy. But I, in the morning I went out and I didn't have my glasses on and I literally was like, hey. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 
<laughs> being neighborly. Not you being neighborly <laughs> to the set. <laughs> yeah. To the and then curtains. I was like, oh, that's that's not Lena. That's uh, <laughs> her, her decorations. The yeah. Top of the morning to you. Hey, oh, you're not very chatty today. You go back inside. She's kind of being a bitch. <laughs> Lena didn't you even create this me. story this in your story. head. Go back She's out. weird oh. in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is she upset with me? Did something happen? (laughs) I think she's upset when I don't wear my glasses. (laughs) She never says hi when I'm wearing glasses. She's always moody. (laughs) We're giggly today. I know. I love it. Um, Yeah, we can just keep going. Even though we're all in the spooky mood, before Mm -hmm. we get into anything spooky, I just really want to talk about your experience on Drag Race. Oh, yes. Um, Mm -hmm. We want to know how you got involved with the show, what your experience was like, and what has your life been like since you appeared on the show? So for me, I had, I'd been doing drag for like probably three years, and I was part of the group Rat Pack, Mm -hmm. and I was also balancing like a full-time corporate life and at the time Canada's drag race did not exist Mm -hmm. we had dreamt about it as queens we thought one day how cool would that be to have our own you know version of this show Mm -hmm. but at the time that was no such thing like it did not exist so I had to kind of balance life and I took a knee and kind of like left the group I kind of was the ginger spice and I was like (sighs) bye and I left. That's our and favorite I focused. spice. Me too. I know. Me, me too. That's I was I like, always ginger when I was young. Me too. Like, all right. We got to embrace our inner ginger. Yeah. So I did in a very literal way mm-hmm. and left the group. <laughs> because it was just, it's all about balance. I actually have always be- believed in balance in my life. It's like, I don't, I don't want to cater to burnout. And at the time, there weren't enough hours in the day because it was nightlife and nine to five. So I just like wasn't sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was, I was really, I was really freaking out. So I found balance. And then at the, through the throes of COVID, I lost that stable job, that stable corporate job that I thought (sighs) I was always going to have. Cause it's like, to me, it's that illusion of stability. Nothing is actually forever. Like stability is an illusion. And can I ask quickly what that job was just absolutely like you don't have to have the company but like what was your fun yeah I haven't signed anything like that I Mm -hmm. I was the color designer for mountain equipment co-op oh my god that that outdoor brand that is very cool I was picking with the colors of like backpacks and tents and like making t-shirt designs and stuff so it was a really cool job and it was very very full-on and it was also very fulfilling so that's where I kind of had to find balance Mm -hmm. but then what I thought was stable was not Mm -hmm. and so I kind of was in this position of soul searching during COVID. And I got to really, thankfully, through the government like support, be okay. I had a little bit of a cushion. Mm-hmm. But then I saw that they were casting for season two of the show. And I had just witnessed Priyanka's brilliant run. That whole first season, I was really impressed. Because sometimes with Canadian versions of shows, they're not as know, they're right? not up to par. Yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> so no, yeah. I wanted to watch it and mm-hmm. just not be part of like the test pilot run. I love how I'm so confident. Like it was my choice to not be on that first season. <laughs> I feel like you really did manifest wait. it. Like, no, you, truly, like I put you the did. I put the man yeah. in manifestation. Yeah, Mama, you did it's, it. it's me. And so I loved the first season. And so when I saw that they were casting, I was like, "Let's just do it. Let's just make a tape. Let's prop up the green screen, pull out the drag, blew yeah. off the dust." <laughs> How long had it Tights been since never you, washed. No, I'm just kidding. How long since you, like, did drag? Did you have to, like, when did you, you stopped? Or was it just something that you, like, took a break from? Like, for how long was that? 
I was doing like pop up gigs here and there, okay. but then when COVID struck, okay. I wasn't about that like digital drag life. Sure. My sure. Yeah. I tipped my wig to everyone who did and had to and wanted to. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't here for it. It's I was lot. like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm gonna just I'm gonna I just didn't I didn't aside. do drag for probably about like half a year. Okay. And then wow. I dove into the tape. And that's and that's where when we actually started filming. At that point it hadn't I just felt a little rusty. But, you know, you yeah. got to do it. Lead mm-hmm. vulnerably. Live your life. Yeah. I mean, as, we were, as we were not? saying before this, uh, I think it's impossible for you not to be considered for like a, a drag queen, given that I wasn't convinced that you were even. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was like, that's a cis woman. <laughs> that, that's a yeah, cis woman. That's a there lie. Is certain, that there is-, is certain hair I wear if it's a human wig and I lay it perp- like properly, everything perfect. I call myself Cynthia Cis. Yeah. Instead of Cynthia yeah. I feel that. I'm like, I am a cis woman in this moment. Yes, like, man. I, I, I have a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, I was I'm not like, convinced. It's happening. Yeah. I saw Marie told me she saw you and I was like, where's the drag queen? Like, okay. I didn't so know. I was like, I was, that's, a, that's not, that's the woman at their booth. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to tell that story was actually what had happened was. Oh. I, I didn't watch Drag Race, but I but a lot of my friends watch it. And so like mm-hmm. I have like some knowledge of of certain things that have happened in the show. But um, you and Juice walked past us. And I remember saying to Nicolina, those are the prettiest girls I've ever seen in my life. Right. Because I didn't right. know we that didn't you guys know were yet. drag queens. No. And then, oh God, that's amazing. Like, and then that you were very at tall the girl. Yes, that's like, exactly. Yeah, and I was like, oh absolutely. my God, who and is then, she? And then you guys were in the booth next to us. And I was like... Oh, they're from Canada's Drag Race. I wow, like <laughs> hell yeah, girls. Like damn, <laughs> hell yeah. Apparently yeah. not girls. Okay, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Apparently <laughs> not girls. Exactly. Jeez. So obviously like, made you. it on the show. Like is but is, yeah. was where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. I always say I I like to lean in. I let my beauty get me through the door, and then my mm. humor keep me in the room. I so like it's that like a lot. it's always my thing of like, okay, is she going to be a bitch or is she going to be nice? What's the deal? Like she's sometimes, you know, I have enough, you know, childhood bullying growing up that I I'm a sweetheart. Got a personality? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a personality. Yeah. I've got I a sense it. of humor and I kind of I think with drag you get to kind of tweak and cater that beauty. So what you guys are commenting on and commenting complimenting, mm-hmm. I feel like I control because there is such an illusion with drag makeup artistry sure, that I'm like, sure. nice. Like yeah. I love hearing you be so complimentary about that. Cause sometimes when you're doing less is more or when the makeup almost looks natural in drag, there's still quite a bit of like smoke 100%. and mirrors. Like I truly glue down the brows you see in front of you and like yeah. completely reshape my eyelid and everything. So it's very cool. I yeah. I take that with there's huge definitely kudos. a lot Thank of you, creative direction to that. to what you put yeah. together. But it takes I will a lot say of thought you are to look this a, basic. You still have very good bone structure, regardless. Let's oh, just be honest, you. okay? Thank so you. I got it from Christine. Got it from my mother. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> so funny. And also, I will say, I mean. <laughs> You, uh, you're an Aries, so I know you're not going to be a bitch because Aries are always like the friendliest people in the room. Um, are we so, though? Sometimes we're a little fiery though. That's you're fiery, the thing. Fiery. Like, I mean, I am a Leo, so I always get along with Aries. Like it's just oh, like an inevitable. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, inevitable that I 
can see through the any of the fieriness. It's fine. We get it. And I'm I've a Gemini, been... so I stoke those oh, flames. Yeah, oh stoke my God. the flames. My, partner, <laughs> my yep. partner's a Gemini. One of my best friends is a Gemini. We vibe. Love. We vibe. Yep. I knew Fire I signs and air signs. We are like this. That's this podcast. That's why it <laughs> yeah. works. That's paranormal. <laughs> That's why it works. That's <laughs> the secret sauce, ladies. That's the secret sauce. When people ask you gotta us, find your sister just, sign. that's all I can chalk it up to, you know? I love um, it. What? <laughs> I beg your no, pardon? I'm, ki- I'm kidding. Yeah. Okay. That's it's the not only just reason you work the only so reason. hard. Yeah. <laughs> we do work really, really hard. Podcasts are a fucked out of work. Good kudos Holy. for y'all. How long, how long has Paranormal been in running? Five years. Yeah. See, that's where I... Y'all been doing this before Thanks. COVID. You were like doing yeah. the damn thing. Yeah. yeah, we we're early adopters. I would say. I love yeah, it. innovators. <laughs> we innovators. Are, we're ahead of the yeah. curve. Future yeah. thinkers. Yeah, we're moving we... to space. Mm-hmm. 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 That's yeah. the Gemini for sure. That's that's yeah. some yeah. Gemini thinking that's right me. there. That's you. Oh. I'll give you that. My partner opposed to the typical. If it becomes too mainstream, he is instantly like, I don't know, it's a bit tired. I'm like, really? He's a designer, so he's always thinking of trends. Love that. Oh, and he's always that. like, I don't know, those are kind of like out of date. Like what those a are out of date. Fun dynamic you guys would probably have. Like what a creative household you must have. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It's yeah. a lot of fun actually. We we really do love talking shop at all times. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love that about when you can have that in relationships. It's uh I mean, I love that shit. Well we met we met at work. That. He was we were both on okay. a design team. Yeah. Okay. It was very like Ooh. Jim and Pam the office. Oh. Make it gay. At your <laughs> oh my la- god, at I would watch one? that so much harder the than last. the regular oh. office. Oh my god, gay <laughs> office would be a <laughs> Amazing. Can love I be Michael Scott, please? I would can love I be you Michael to be. Scott? Yeah, I want to be you. him. Yeah, so funny, you. Steve Carell in that show. Just so funny <laughs> when best. he quotes Wayne Gretzky within but Michael his quote. Scott. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just that show is top, top, top tier. It is top tier. Isn't it? To answer yeah. your question, Nicolina, I um <laughs> met Vincent, my partner, at a at a previous company. Okay, I was, okay. But that's when Aww. I first moved to Vancouver, and ever since. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. That's a great place to to live, though. Like, that's I a know, great move. Like, to yeah, have an opportunity in Vancouver and be like, yeah, just moving to Vancouver for my job. Like, it that's was very cool. It was sometimes I have this bad habit of making things just seem very, like, blessed and lucky in my life. Because it's like, <laughs> the, the secret is make it look easy. But yeah, right. it's like, finish school, timing. I just, I saw the opportunity and I was like, well, if you guys are going to move me out there, like, why the hell not? And then I lost that job like three months later. <laughs> There's a habit of me like losing jobs. Like, and I have to tell you, I just turned that into a positive. Like you can never Clearly. be like, I lost my job. My no, life is over. Course, it's like, course. I'm a creative. You mm-hmm. always get chopped first. They always like to blame it on the kooky creative person. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. And these were like mass exodus firings. It wasn't like one-offs about being like, okay, goodbye, Cynthia exclusively. It was like, <laughs> literally the literally one time done. it was like 50 people. And then the next time it was like another 40 people. So right. it's never oh been like gosh. a team of one, which I pride myself. If You're it was just a one-off. constantly being called in. Yeah. Go. It's like, Cynthia, you seem to bounce around a lot. What was <laughs> Something wrong with you? Are you a serial killer? Or is, like, what's literally your problem? You are insane. And now you're a drag queen. It's, it's literally like, your problem. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, my God. Okay. Let, let's let's try and try and get through this in, in an hour, but maybe not. I, I don't know it. if we will. Um, I love it. Okay. I want to talk about your, the podcast, Semi-Qualified Queens. We did obviously have Juicebox on here a few weeks ago. So what a sweetheart. We got a, a rundown of kind of what made you guys start it and everything. I just want to know if there's anything new and exciting happening there. I think you guys have like 
new art, like new cover art. You guys launched that. You're yep. season two. So season anything two, rebrand. New? Yeah. Well, just like with the like the season two rebrand, everything's elevating. Like we have our amazing editor, Anthony, who like takes our episodes and whittles them into actually something listenable. Mm-hmm. And it's just like having that team. We want to take it on the road. Like we want to do some live shows, nice. but we're having a blast reviewing all the hundreds of seasons of Drag Race that keep coming out into the universe. So we just like catch a wave. And when we're lucky, if it's like a Crave original programming, um, we get the kind of media treatment where we get to talk to the girls and see the episodes early, which feels very like insider. Because at one point it wasn't even really like cool for us to start our own podcast <laughs> technically from oh our like, so like at first it was kind of taboo and I was like, Oh wait, like we're killing it. They want us to like, they want to help us out too. It's like have contestants from the show actually come on to semi-qualified Queens, which is so flattering. Like there's yeah, another point per- like, yeah. promotion cha- you know? channel for them now. So, and so sexy that. to see the episode before other people. I was like inside totally. scoop. I know 72 hours before you, but technically actually I don't, that's not true. Cause they don't show you who officially gets eliminated, but you see oh. everything else. So oh. you kind of get the gist. That's kind of, that's smart. Well, that's like so no one actually spoils it. It's, yeah, it's a gay community. We just can't keep secrets. No, I was gonna say I either. I don't even know how to do. <laughs> I was gonna in. say gays are no, terrible. I was secret. I was personally <laughs> not able gays. to. <laughs> you can't. I mean, I don't know how you stay in the closet. You trust them. That's yeah, the I'll one secret you can keep. And after that, it's the floodgates. You never shut you the fuck up. <laughs> It's my best friend family. told my deepest darkest secret. No, <laughs> no, but I mean, personally, I'm not good at keeping secrets like that. Like I, I will read the end of the book to know the end and then start reading and make sure it's no. worth my while. Yeah. I will. Oh my God. You're so I'm funny. The weir- I'm weird like that. It's just, I, love I, that. I spoil it for myself. <laughs> you got a, I, an aggressive nod from Maria. Yeah, Maria. <laughs> She's, She's like, like yes, mm-hmm, yes, you are weird, weird like that. She's weird like that. Yeah. She's weird like that. <laughs> That's my friend. I love it. So, I love it. Anyway, I just would find that very difficult to like that would frustrate me if I wasn't able to to know who actually got eliminated mm-hmm. after they gave me that footage. But anyway, um So the so the podcast is going amazing. It's like it's this medium that I have always loved. I love podcasts. I find it's so fun to put one on and just have people chat in your ear while you do the mundane, the laundry, the like, you know, the driving, all these I think it's fun to be able to have this long format audible content because it's it's almost going back to like the days of like radio shows Mm -hmm. but and then you can get super niche because of technology we have this ability to kind of quite creatively like we're across the world right now Mm -hmm. still call in and chit chat you know shoot the shit so it's it's incredible that juice is in ontario i'm in british columbia Mm -hmm. and through the power of you know the internet we get to we get to produce this show for all of our our fans and fans of drag race we have it's fun when like each queen kind of harbors their own fan base and then there's fans of the show so with all combined yeah. we have like a really totally cool audience and then like, yeah. they call in like we we get to get their questions and it's just i to me i find it like a really cool way to stay connected when mm-hmm. i go on the road and i have some of my sq cuties you know, mention they listen and then they know all these things about me. Like, it's so cool that it's like, yeah, it's just this really neat. Um, I like to I like to consider it a dialogue, even though it's basically me just talking in their ears, which is perfect scenario. I just love talking. <laughs> yeah. They don't need to talk. They can That's just listen to me. 
<laughs> it's funny though that you mentioned that because I never really thought about it, but I also I I before Marie and I would always meet in person to record the podcast before COVID. And oh, then yeah. since COVID, we it's like no, it's actually better to record this yeah. way together like to be able to cuz you don't get the interference from each other being in the same room. You just mm-hmm. it, it's just like almost easier to actually create and produce this medium from remotely. So yeah. it, it's crazy yeah how with COVID it it actually amplified the podcast kind of space and, and juice like, juice yeah. just loves to fart and so i can't <laughs> i don't want to be in the same physical space she's on the can like yeah, half of our episodes good it's like juice come on <laughs> what are you eating it was apparently boston That's, pizza so that to answer your question oh, yeah, the difference between boston her pizza. description and my description we get dirty deets up in here okay on the west coast we keep it real I'm going to have to cut all that when I edit this. <laughs> um, it's, it's my turn to edit, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. It you, is. You're yeah. going to have to cut I'm all that. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping that part. Keep her in. Unless you just going to get really upset about <laughs> No, my that's about the, that. That, I'm an actor. I'm an actress. I'm just too good at my job. That was deep sarcasm. We love Juice, Juice and her active great. bowels. Yeah. Our, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. So the podcast sure. is going amazing. Please subscribe. Listen. It's yes. same with this crazy freaking banter. It's about the show, but it's actually about our tangents in between mm-hmm. like anytime any lick of relevance to my own life my narcissism flares and it's like oh my god that was like me on the show yeah, <laughs> so I it's like it. it's just full of anecdotes about you know my experience and juice's experience on so yeah semi-qualified queens check her I out i love that um so we've already established you're an aries mm-hmm. and we like to tell each other our horoscopes for the day to see if they ring true when we record so we're that. wondering would you mind if we read your horoscope i would i demand it okay. <laughs> okay. at this point okay i've got it up here as an aries see i'm an aries <laughs> as an aries this is your daily it. horoscope so yeah for it. anything that rings true we'll so see. we'll see Your balancing powers will be put to the test today when your desire to fight conflicts with your need to plan, Aries. You might even be more indecisive than usual as a result of this internal tension. Be aware of time and the restrictions that it puts on you. Devise a plan that uses your energy in the most efficient way possible. It's especially important for you to think before you act. I love that. Oh, that's so good. That's that was so this morning. I'm, I'm like, can I can I like yeah, go break it down detail, where I love yeah. about that? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. So for me, I'm kind of I'm like undiagnosed ADHD. I'm, I swear there's something mm-hmm. going on. So my whole life I've loved lists and like calendars to keep myself accountable. And just today I was like trying to actually look at my whole week. I have some gigs, not this weekend, but next. I'm going to be in Victoria. So if you're mm-hmm. on the island and you've got something to do, not nothing to do for Halloween, check me out. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a couple of things I want to do for my costumes and things for those Halloween shows. And so I just was rejigging around my schedule. And I was having a weird um, spell of indecision. I was like, wait, Ooh. but is it going to, if it could be here? And I was like, I'm doing your, this podcast. And I was like, am I going to be too tired to sew tonight? And I was totally. like, I'm like, maybe I could put it here, maybe I could put it here. And I was weirdly being indecisive about it, which is um, not always like me. So that's where yeah. I was like, yes, yeah. I am being very mindful, but also indecisive about my time right now. It really nailed you today. I knew the podcast was going to factor into your like day and yeah. in that oh, horoscope. Totally. And I was like, that's going to be relevant to yeah. the like, yeah. <laughs> 
the strip. Ding dong, darling. Yeah, Ding dong. right there. <laughs> um, and I also find it ridiculous for anyone to ask an Aries to think before they act because like that's <laughs> not a part it's of like, your DNA. I'm an Aries moon. So I'm like a, to yeah. a T the, like I do not, no. my emotions take control. My, um, my whole life could just be described as like picking up the pieces of my like <laughs> intense <laughs> emotions. When people get diagnosed with impulse fired. control disorder. <laughs> yes. Cause you keep getting fired. Yeah. When people get diagnosed with impulse control disorder, I'm just like, you're just an Aries. Like yeah. <laughs> when were you born? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Thank so, you. I appreciate it. that. I appreciate that. <laughs> nailed that. Um, so obviously you told us that you stayed at the notoriously haunted Fairmont Royal York. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why were you staying there? Was that an elective <laughs> thing for you? And so, you know what? If, if you've got a check, I've got a talent. And okay. the gig, the, I'm a booked and blessed, I'm a booked and blessed girl. I'm like, there's prides all the way until October, apparently. And in Banff wow. Springs, Alberta, they mm-hmm. celebrate their pride. It's a pumpkin spiced pride. I kept mm-hmm. calling it because yeah, it was it. in the beginning of October. And again, with this like unseasonably, like beautiful fall, like warmer fall we seem to be having, um, it was like a postcard at all times. All the leaves were that perfect orange, red, yellow. Um, but again, spookiness in the air. The, me- the minute we got to the Fairmont, people, my manager, he'd been there for a night and he's like, I feel it. I feel it in the hallways. Like this place is spooky. This place is full of ghosts. Like it just is. Girl, mm-hmm. it just is. It's like, it's like, who's going to get haunted? It was like, right. we were all so excited about that because I kind of, I, I eat that shit up. Like, I think it's so fun i kind of straddle the line between like believing it enough to get like spooked but then can i want i like to respect ghosts how do i put it i like to respect those kind of energies i'm not here to be disrespectful because i believe them to that point that i don't want to get like possessed by. yeah you're not going to talk a ghost i'm not a vessel i'm not like try me (laughs) you know like (laughs) let's fucking go (laughs) (laughs) prove it air punching in the hallway of a fairmont hotel i mean the ghost would probably laugh more yeah. than they did anything right. if you were doing that. But um, so, so we you get were, there. You it was there. a pride gig. Okay. It was okay. a pride gig for okay. Banff okay. Pride. Mm-hmm. And so we had gigs. We had a gig in like the downtown village. And on the Sunday, we did a brunch. At the and Fairmont. you had never been there before? Like this no. hotel you had never stayed at before? Okay. No, never. It's like but, a castle. Yeah, it's beautiful. I see all these wedding photographers always post about their weddings at the Fairmont. So um can you share, did you have any spooky experiences? Did anyone there you were with have any spooky experiences? Doll, like I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to mention this in the okay. email. Okay. That's how excited I was about Ooh, this. Stop, so stop. I'm just going to, I'm just going to dive in for a second. Oh my God, Bear with wait. me. Ask questions as they come to your mind, okay. like interrupt me, get more okay. details, milk it out of me. So I get there and it's like the concierge, she's like, oh, your room's not ready. We're just setting it up for you. And then when I looped back like an hour or two, she was like, I've got a real great room for you. And she like winked at me. And I was like, okay. Like the whole staff knew we were there as like the performers. So it could have been everyone was just excited to talk to like drag queens or she knew something. (laughs) Because literally I was staying in the infamous room 873 at the Fairmont Banff Hotel. And at the time, I did not understand why this room was infamous. I didn't even know my room was infamous. 
I just check in, I unpack because drag queens travel with a billion costumes. <laughs> so, and I kind of make each space my own. We go out for dinner and Kendall gender, her partner patch knew more about this hotel. And she was like, Oh, what room are you in? And I said, I'm on the eighth floor. She's like, Oh, specifically which room? There's like a haunted room on that floor. And I was like, what do you mean? Oh, that's so funny. I'm at like 875. She's like, oh, the haunted room is 873. And I literally make this joke. Could you imagine if there's like <laughs> no 873 or something? Like, could you, could you imagine? Like, and then I'm all paranoid. She now knows my room okay. and she's going to scare me. Okay. I was like, oh, come on, Patch. Like, oh, now you're freaking me out. Like, I'm about to go to bed. Like, mm. I'm literally about to go back to this room and go to bed. I go down that hall, ladies. There is no 873. There is only an 875 because 873 was so haunted that they and stopped. like spooky that they literally removed that room. Oh my and God. then my room, 875, just merged on and like it was just a weird wide room. You can literally look at the fire escape map and 875 literally just looks like the size of two rooms. Right. And like, there's just no 873. So they were like, the we'll hallway. remove 873, the, 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 the number as if that's going to remove as all if that's haunted fix it. material yeah. yes. inside. Remove yes. the wall and remove yes. the number and the yeah. ghost. That'll just make them go away. Got it. Because apparently <laughs> rumor has it in like 1920, there was this family of a man, a wife and a daughter and the man went crazy in that room, murdered the mom, murdered the daughter, and then killed themselves. Trigger oh, burning. my God. I'm so sorry. I should have said trigger warning first. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's and okay. apparently this room inspired The Shining. Okay. Stop yes, it right now. That's, that's how I know about this. This place. is the room. Yes. Like when I got, I didn't want to spoil The Shining line for our listeners. When I got there, I literally looked up at the size of this place and I was like, I am getting Shining vibes. Mm. Like oh, this, I'm seeing the twins. I'm seeing the elevator with right. the blood. Like right. it was just, it was immediately my mind was going there. And then to find out I stayed in a room that like inspired that story. I was like, oh my God, I did a deep dive online before I went to bed that night. Of and I course. was like, oh no. I just oh want to scare I'm myself so to the point of no return. Woohoo, party. <laughs> it's a literally, brave. it's like, you are I want to never sleep. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> weirdly enough, I was like, okay, well, like, let's go to bed now. And you were serene. Can I after, ask, were like, you alone? Were you staying in the room alone? Did you have your partner? 100% alone. Oh my God, I 100% alone. Deal. I would have asked. 100% alone. I can't. And so Kendall and my manager Tommy know I travel with these Bose noise canceling earbud things that make a sound in my ear and yeah. I can fall asleep anywhere. Okay. okay. Anywhere. Like playing. I thought you were gonna train. say bows like a bow, like a crossbow. So I, I had a bow, oh. I had an arrow, I was gonna I was picturing like yeah. a hair bow and I was yeah. like, okay, okay. I haven't seen I you with those, but okay. <laughs> I have a magical bow. It's Jojo she, Siwa style. I love Hello Kitty. I just D R E A E dream. For our Jojo Siwa listeners, that was a stretch. Sorry. No, these headphones enable me to fall asleep anywhere. So okay. in this room, I was like, I'm going to put these on. I'm going to put on my like white sand sound and just I escape. Like I literally don't even think about where I am until around like 6 a.m. Okay. That's when I've like, I've had a sleep, but then I'm up in this like <sighs> dreamy state, sure. but I'm too scared to get out of my bed. Because mm -hmm. if you remember this yes. room, it was like a merged second room. Yes. 
there was like a straight up like long corner, like a whole dark part nah. of mm-hmm. of the of the hotel. So I was like, I'm not I'm not going back over there. What the night before, I literally dead bolted and walked away. I was like, mm-hmm. we're locking, like that's we're gonna walk away from this creepy side of the room. Sure. In the morning, I have to go to the bathroom. I go pee. Mm-hmm. And then I try to go back to sleep. And then all of a sudden I have this weird dream, like this dream in my mind where Patch, Kendall's partner, mm-hmm. has knocked at the door and is teasing me. And so okay. in my dream, I walk over to the little viewfinder and I look through the viewfinder to notice Patch wrapped in a comforter. She's tall. So I like, oh, that's Patch pretending to be a ghost. And in the dream, she lifts the comforter and then a ghost blasts through the viewfinder oh of the door and in that moment ladies i got a chill from my toes and my hands are like curled in oh and my, my little God. my bose noise canceling headphones turned into a high pitch it's like no this, it's this warm noise like you know like warm noise yeah, it's not yeah, black yeah, noise yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's yes. just this like this kind of fan sound, it turned high pitch. No. As I was getting like a full body chill. So like <laughs> and I the literally ghost intercepted the technology there. 100 yeah. percent Like somehow they got into my mind's eye and like messed with me. And I literally like took off the headphones. I had to like turn all the lights on and I just was so thrown. Holy fuck. And then took a shower, got up. I was like, okay, whatever. And then I walk back over to that side of the room because I was just going to go meet the the gals for breakfast and Uh my heart sank. When I looked at that deadbolt, open. No. No. Stop it now. Facing me. And I swear to. I, Bible. I shut that thing because I was so freaked out that night before and I just, I slammed her shut and I did not go over there. I know when I'm talking about a dream and I technically walked over to look through the viewfinder, mm-hmm. that was me in like a sleepy state. So yeah. the fact that that bolt was facing me, then I got freaked out. Then yeah, I was really terrifying. like, okay, this is like a physical change in the room up oh until that God. point. I kind of thought like, was that in my head? Did I like somehow like sure. adrenaline rush and get that? But then everything, it kind of, it kind of concrete, it made everything concrete. Like I was like, no, this yeah. all really truly was an experience because the fact that I felt the ghost pass through the viewfinder and yeah. it just, it all kind of clicked. And then for the next two nights, it didn't bother me. Right. I just looked up photos of the hotel room while you were telling the mm-hmm. story to really oh, freak myself out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying about this rounding the corner here. This layout. It's too, it's truly so two different weird. rooms. Um, and terrifying. And then while I'm on Google images, there's all these photos of like Families. the room with fucking like apparitions and orbs in it. And I'm like, Girl. get me oh out of God. here. I need the reason to they got, this. the reason they removed 873 is because they heard so many incidences of screams. No. no. Like the high pitch one I heard in my in head. Like literally all these, I didn't do too much research while I was in the room because yeah, I had yeah. already, I'd unpacked so much that I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay in 875. Yeah. I'm a little scared, but I'm lazy. I've got these gigs. <laughs> For the rest of the weekend. Yes. So I stayed 
but I was literally, I didn't, I promised myself to not do any more research until I finished my stay because it was starting to mess with my mind. But then I looked all this stuff after and I'm like, the scream, the high pitch, the scream. I heard a scream. It was unreal. And so I'm, when you guys reached out, I was literally like, I've got a spooky I story. cannot believe Isn't it. that messed? That's that is absolutely crazy. terrifying. And I watched The Shining right away. I was like, let's go. I'm I've in the mood. I've never seen it, actually. I need to. Marie, watch the original. The cinematography, yeah. the whole, I'm like, gonna. the vibe. That was my weekend at Banff. <laughs> we have uh, my friends and I every, not every weekend, but most weekends in October, we do this thing called Spookapalooza where we get together and watch like a scary movie. And mm. so we're getting together this Friday to watch it. And one of them's an Aries. So <laughs> tell her. Um, but do it. Um, we were going to watch I Know What You Did last summer, but now I think I might ask them if they'll watch the shining with me the shining it is yeah. it's a cult classic there's like there's just yeah. so many moments in it that like it's a slow burn but i was so mm-hmm. in the mood for that after staying at the fairmont like yeah and then after knowing allegedly that this this room inspired everything i was like okay i have to i like literally have to watch Jeez. this yeah um so, so crazy other than the fairmont have you like been to any other scary places have you always believed in ghosts totally so my okay my dad is like over the top about ghosts and you know sometimes when you like watch a parent be like too into something that you're kind of like you're like okay i don't don't you resist you resist resist it yeah so this is a topic in in our because my mom vehemently believes in ghosts and the supernatural (laughs) so my whole life i've been like no 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 and then marie was like you want to do a paranormal podcast with me and i was like Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. I really want to be. Re- I really, I really want people it. to hear my voice. So we'll yes. join this book. I will really talk about it, how ghosts don't exist. I just and need so to Leo. <laughs> I have, I have always kind of rolled my eyes at his like over the topness about, he almost like, if you look so hard in any situation, you're going to find, find in air it. quotes, sign. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes when he's storytelling, it's like, okay, that was it's literally just physics or you know whatever right. there's an explanation there's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then every once in a while like he will he will tell a story or he will connect a dot that I'm like no that's kind of cool like if you're picking up on something and I've always empathized or related to that that sensitivity that idea to pick up on like energetic shifts pick up sure. on I don't know yeah just energies in rooms and mm-hmm. then I often sometimes can link dots later where it's like, oh, that room did have a story or this is a situation where like that would make sense where you're picking up on it. And someone did scream into my Bose headphones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what that was. Okay, great. It was the murdered mom. Good. Good. I was hoping that was the case. Yeah. But I respect it. Like I respect ghosts. I truly think like, then let's put it on the record. Like I do believe they exist. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I had, like want to make sure that if they're still floating around on this planet, they have something, they're either like trapped or they're figuring something out or mm-hmm. their explanation as to why they're around. I can't really answer, but mm-hmm. they are. So mm-hmm. I want to just coexist with that because it's kind of, it's more spiritual. I also grew up in a house. Um, they disclosed to my family, but not me growing up for a long time that the previous owners of the house their child trigger warning um, took their life and that's why they they moved and then I actually lived in her room growing up so I always felt like this energy in that room and then like years later I was told 
about the incident. They're like, we told you this like forever ago. You've always known this. And I was like, ah, no, this is a detail. As a middle child, you all forgot to tell me. (laughs) Of course. Why does no one think about me? I'm going to go on reality TV and get more Mm. attention. (laughs) As a middle child, I agree. (laughs) Exactly. So I was hanging out in her room. And so it explains my weird comfort level with like room 875, where I was just like, okay, if you're here, I am also here. We can both mm-hmm. be here. So yeah, I sure. respect ghosts. And I'm not I'm not playing with a Ouija board. If you two were like, let's do that mm-hmm. right now, I'd be like, uh 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 let sleeping dogs not. lie. My nope, brother's like, refuse. let's go to a graveyard and like Ouija board. I'm like, no. Nope. No, not no, 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 no. No, that is I, not something I'm willing I to- also believe in like like a like a bad spirit could also like cosplay a good spirit to trick you. <laughs> oh yeah. A hundred percent. What yes. was that? Fan Expo haunt- style. Haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Haunted. Uh that one girl, her boyfriend knocks over, like takes a gravestone and then brings yeah. it back to her. And she's yeah. like, at first she thinks this guy's like her protector and defender. And then he ruins her whole life. Like yeah. this this ghost that this entity that comes along with the gravestone. So totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that's that can happen. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's so many stories of like mimics or I, the one the ones that creep me out the most are the ones who like pretend to be children spirits. And then they're like, just joking. I'm a demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's me without my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We'd like to take an ad break to talk about Folgers coffee. <laughs> Thrill. Yeah, exactly. Thrill coffee. Thrill okay. coffee. So we we learned that you were raised in Peterborough, Ontario. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do some research into famous hauntings from the area. And I don't know if you know of any. I chose one, but Peterborough's actually got quite a few pretty spooky they places. They do. They have a little ghost tour. I've never actually gone on it, but Okay, yeah. I um yeah, no, there's definitely there's history in Peterborough. It was one of the like these cities outside of Toronto that was its own thing and it, it's yeah. it has lots of heritage buildings and I've I spent some time in some of those downtown myself and so yeah, it's it's kind of a spooky city. It it is. So I chose one and it's the Lift Lock. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to read a story about this, um, like the, the experiences and, and just kind of its origins and all that. So a woman pauses halfway up the concrete stairway to photograph um, the water streaming from the large iron grates cut into the black ended wall that runs across the canal. Shadowed by the gray boat bay above, the barred openings in the dripping walls are reminiscent of the dingy interior of a medieval prison. An apt picture, considering the Peterborough Liftlock is known not only for its size and stature, but also noted for its spiritual inhabitants. Lock operator John Stanley makes no bones about the ghostly presence he's worked with over the past two years. He says, the lock is haunted. Matter-of-factly, not a touch of sarcasm in his voice. We have Bumpy, who was an ex-employee, Billy, who died during construction, and Art. Um, So there's three apparent ghosts in this place. Um, The water to his right is calm as Stanley discusses his spectral companions from his perch in the control tower, a small room built atop the central pillar of the lock. An intercom crackles, a voice goes out over a loudspeaker, and within seconds, the mass of water that was stagnant a minute before begins to drop away as a small cheer goes out from tourists watching below. Working like a teeter-totter, the lock uses gravity to move boats from one side to another in 90 seconds. 
While construction is on the gravity-operated lock wrapped 1904, very little has changed. So it literally is still like this very old Mm -hmm. building. Absolutely. So lots of boats in the summer will use it to just basically keep touring around the lakes of Ontario. Because that's the thing in Ontario, it's like little bodies of water and then these canals connect them. But then there's quite substantial drops in like hills and valleys and things. So this Mm -hmm. one lift lock, yeah, it's like a massive, it would be like a waterfall, but then this lift lock turns it into kind of like a boat elevator, but it's all uh, hydraulic. It's all run by the water. So it's it's kind of spooky. You're right. The description of it looking like a jail cell or whatever. Yeah, that kind of gave me uh, a feeling of- Do you know those calcium drips or whatever? Like when it builds up in drips, Mm -hmm. those build on it a lot because Mm -hmm. of whatever is in the stone or whatever for Mm -hmm. visual cues. Love it. So- While this was being constructed, the original construction, um, a man lost his balance and toppled into the shell of the dock central pillar, falling to his death. And because they couldn't extract the body because it was so deep, they apparently just filled the pillar with cement. So he's encased in the lock forever. Can you imagine? So this person, this man is in there. um, And naturally, they believe that he he haunts the place um so the the man who is currently working there he's like if we have a breakdown at the lock it means myself and my partners are here late until 5 30 in the morning and that's when the spooky stuff starts to happen it's the spooky stuff that's made the lock more than an engineering marvel and tourists keep coming from wherever so diane robnick um an archivist at the Trent Valley Archives remembers a recent story about a group of men repairing machinery in the damp spaces beneath the lock. At one point, heavy footsteps were heard clunking down the concrete steps that led to the machine room, but no one appeared. A curious worker stepped outside to find boot prints stamped into the wet floor, trailing down the stairs and disappearing into the hard stone wall. So like going back into where that pillar is they went right into that center pillar and they were gone so they believe that this ghost just like comes in and out of its like home of this pillar where it was buried Ah. um yeah another time after a canal worker died lock operators continue to find his rubber boots in the lock elevator for days after his death and they kept reappearing after they'd been removed. So they, wherever they were putting them, they were coming back into the elevator. Uh, a few years ago, one of the lift lock workers was 70 feet underground working off one of the tunnels. When he returned to the waiting elevator, which cannot be called up when it's underground, he found a pair of hip waders, so those boots, uh, standing straight up. Mm. Now, usually those boots don't stand straight up on their own because they're very long and like they literally go up to your hips, right? They're oh, not. Oh yeah, they look like pants basically. They're pants. Like they're mm-hmm. not just boots. They're, they <sighs> go up to your hips, right? It was standing straight up as if someone was inside of them. Oh, freaky. And he pushed the boots to the side, assuming it was his two coworkers playing a practical joke on him. But when he confronted them, they literally had no idea what he was talking about. He went back down to the boots and tried for the next hour to stand the boots up like he had seen, but he couldn't get them to stand up. They were, they always folded over. 
And they say that he was getting really, really anxious trying to make them stand up, realizing that it was probably a person that was there close to him. He said that the way the boots were standing, they weren't facing towards him. They were slightly far, like slightly apart, like the feet would have be, would be. And he was quite disturbed that he had come that close to oh potentially um, an entity. Uh, so then um, there was another death from someone who worked there as well, but it was just, uh, he had a heart attack and that is Arthur. And he used to work at the lift, lift lock. And a few years back, a psychic was here and said that Arthur likes to be acknowledged. So the employees now, when they arrive, say hi, Art, when they go to work, like they all just know that this is just common practice. I find that really sweet. It is kind of endearing. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want to like hurt anyone. He just wants to be acknowledged. No, yeah. so, I love that. And I'm just picturing, know? I don't know why I'm picturing these like the people working here as like these big burly men. They are. <laughs> That's literally in the story that I, I read. Mean, they're like, they are big burly yeah, men. And they this. come in and every day they're like, hi, Art. Like every yeah. day to their hey, hey, art. To art. Yeah. Hey, hey Art. How's it going? Hi, Art. Hi, Art. It's all the way. Good night. Fresh Art. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you with your ghost neighbor. Yeah, exactly. Hey, and he doesn't, say, he doesn't say anything back. Hey, ghost Lena. Hey. So um, a lot of the equipment used today is from the original construction. And there was one wrench that would take like all the worker strength to just lift up because it was just like very heavy steel that was used or iron for this um, this wrench. And then one time they were all sitting there having lunch and the wrench just flew off the table and they watched it just fly off the table in like just stunned. So um, a paranormal investigator in the area named Mandy Rose said that this was the first place that she ever experienced anything paranormal in Peterborough. And that's what kind of helped her set her on her path, her career path. She said, a friend and I were coming home from the movies and we were walking through here down the stairs. And all of a sudden my friend stopped me and said, listen, and we stopped and we heard footsteps on the stairs coming towards us, but there was nobody there. So we just bolted. Um, and she said, I was not as brave as I am today to confront the paranormal. They say that according to those familiar with the area, there's no explanation for the things that have happened there. There have been many times when workers have packed up and gone home early because they were just too scared to stay. Damn. So, yeah. L- Liftlock. I believe that. It's fucking haunted. I believe that. It's Holy. got a lot of history. There are, there are these, there's certain <clears throat> landmarks in Peterborough. It's totally, yeah. uh, there's That's a crazy. tradition when you drive through, it's one, it's only one lane. And so okay. there's two ways of traffic. So right. you have to like honk your horn just to kind of acknowledge because you can't quite you can sort of see but to be super safe it's like i'm going through the tunnel and you let the other person go through right. like a honor system hmm. um but there's also a tradition that you scream while you're driving through the tunnel really and there was like a folklore when you were younger so that like one ghost didn't like by you screaming you're like not letting like a ghost mess with you so that's oh. like but hearing all of your history with it, I'm like, oh, that explains. That makes sense. Yeah. To a that point. Makes like, sense. Yeah. That the lift locks always has this energy, this vibe to it. So I for years, when you say lift locks, I picture just 
dozens of memories of me and my friends, my family, any child in the car just screaming screaming for the the 14 seconds to like drive through it or whatever. That's That's incredible. That's really, that's interesting. We would not know that from anyone else other than someone who lived in Peterborough. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's cut right from the store, right from the source. (laughs) Yep. Pay a lot big money for that, for that Peterborough touch right there. What do you guys call Peter? Peterborites? Like, what are you? Peterborians. Peterborians. I don't know. I don't know. We've got Hamiltonians. We're not that we're, fancy. We're really no, not that yeah. fancy. Just like, I am go back to the Go back to the image of burly men saying hi to art. That's kind okay. of Okay. Okay. That's yeah. <laughs> but no, it's so funny. I, I was actually quoted recently this week by the local newspaper for about drag shows in Peterborough. Oh, I was like, okay. oh, look at, look at Peterborough. Look getting at drag you. shows. Coming That's like up in the world. Yeah. yeah. Changing That's- the world. That's oh awesome. my gosh. Completely <laughs> off topic. But was there like a theater that doubled as a restaurant or cafe or something in Peterborough? For sure. There's one called The Only. And then upstairs is The Garrison. Okay. Is that what you're I've thinking? The and then there's the Market Garrison. Hall. There's Market oh, Hall. Oh, Market Hall is super haunted too, apparently. That was my other scary story. Oh, I used to work there. So okay, tell during, us. Tell us. Yeah. So I, during um, the summers... Essentially, I was this like administrative assistant for these arts camps, art yeah. summer camps. So there was like painting, drawing, drama, music, basically all the activities for your your kids who don't want to play like soccer in the beaming hot sun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a whole like motley crew. <laughs> I would have um, thrived there. Oh my God, totally. Crazy. No, I was one of those arts geeks too. Yeah. Um, and so for I was a, a couple of summers, oh, see, you love the sun. <laughs> That's why you're well adjusted. And so I was in charge of uh, before and after the camp hours, like an hour drop off for kids, for parents who worked, you know, like mm-hmm. longer hours. So I was there yes. in the morning yeah. and I was there. I was first in. I was last out for these summers, for these chunk of months. I, I had the like the key, the security system. I truly was your first in, first out. And one, one night, you know what I mean? I just sent every last kid home. There's always one straggling kid. You're like, where the fuck is your parents? Like, get get it together. Like, I want to go home. I'm like 17. You know what I mean? I want to have my summer. (laughs) Right. Um, But you close up, like we have like snacks in the afternoon. So I think I'm just like quickly straightening up the kitchen and I'm the last to see it. And I leave and I come back in the morning, every door, drawer, except for the fridge was open in that kitchen no. like it completely that was one of the very first times of my life where I again had that physical sure change in an environment where I'm like well you ha- you kind of have to believe in ghosts like there's no explanation for this other than like an energy or something just like messing around with that space for me it was the cutlery drawers the very heavy cutlery drawers <sighs> that I was like how in the what right. like no. oh my god and I truly was the only person in there because I do the code like I was the last one. And in. who would do yeah. that anyway? Like who would just like go through and do that? Not an no employee reason. who would not know an the employee, code, no, right? Like course. it's not going to be, you know, Karen who just couldn't find her tea. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like right. at three in the morning. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't no, think so. She was asleep. <laughs> so it's, it's, it was just so, it was really freaky. So that Market Hall for me, that place always had a ton of energy. And my father actually, he ran one of the weeks. He does, he was like a drama 
teacher in school. So he did some drama camps growing up and he would always say, he's like, I feel it. I feel it. (laughs) My dad's also gay. So he's like, I feel it. Oh my my God. (laughs) Yes. The energy. I'm like, okay, Andrew, calm down. But at Market Hall. Andy, calm down. (laughs) Andy, (laughs) take a nap. (laughs) But no, totally. And then they renovated. They actually they got like a grant, like a million dollar grant to like. Did they re- get through renovations or did it get interrupted? No, it happened. It totally. Oh, okay, because it, it a lot totally of- happened. It yeah, finished. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I go back in now, it's it has a different vibe. But at the time, some of those walls had been like like they, it was old. It was old, yeah. creaky. Like it had that energy to it. So it was really interesting to work there. Love yeah. that. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Because they say that like ghosts, if they are there or spirits they don't like renovation because it disturbs their space. So they will try and prevent. I had heard through the, I had heard through the grapevine that there were a couple incidences of like paranormal activity whilst everything was being opened up. Cause it was, it is one of the like oldest, like standing buildings in the city. Like it's, it's in the heart. It's like has the clock tower. You, if you were to draw the the skyline of Peterborough, you you would include that tower. Like Like the big band of Peterborough. It's the big man of Peter. I don't want to brag, ladies, but I've, I've had a lot of good jobs in my life before I got fired. <laughs> that one was contract work, and I finished the contract. I, I love it. I swear. I swear. Oh my God. But yeah, so it's it's so Amazing. crazy. So I do. I love ghosts. Like that idea of like totally. coexisting with them in this safe way. Nothing yeah. ever freaky. Yeah. Like I've, I've thankfully never been in a space and been like, I feel unsafe yeah, yeah. sure fair i find enough. it all incredible the, all that the you... cupboards everything open in that room that is so creepy to me that is super super creepy uh, like it was on a list of six of the most haunted places in peterborough so wow. i mean i was actually anticipating many. i thought you were yeah. gonna say a market hole story when you no when you i didn't I, I didn't find enough on that one but quaker the... oats as well the quaker oats factory okay, okay. that's another spooky spot wow. i've never i've never been inside but because of the Quaker Oats factory, when it's going to rain in Peterborough, it smells like oatmeal. I love oh, this. Nice. <laughs> because of the humidity <laughs> in the air. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally smells incredible. like fresh oats. I love I know. that. I Isn't it like that. this charmed little city with its, it's like... It's very charmed. It is. Yeah. That is, sounds very charmed. Now I want to take a little little fall drive to Peterborough. You have yeah. to do the ghost it's tour. beautiful, right? Yeah. We like, should yeah. do the ghost tour. There's a ton of trails. There's a ton mm-hmm. of walking trails. And like, my dog would like that. You, you, could do a whole, you could do a whole thing. Time it with... I know they do the ghost tour. They would actually go through Market Hall. We should totally Amazing. do that, actually. Mm-hmm. We okay, we're going to do it. We did <laughs> Niagara on the Lake last year, I think. So. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. You've got to do it. You've got to do yeah. it. Okay. okay. Let's let's it's, let's get into this. It's t- it's the time. It is time. It is the time of the podcast <laughs> where we like to play a spooky game of Would You Rather. Are you in? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather... Be best friends with Wednesday Adams or Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. The fact answer. that sparkles come out of her finger, <laughs> the CGI budget on that show, right? Like Immaculate. that, it, it for my whole life. Like if I if I'm gonna have magical powers, it has to sparkle out of my finger like that. Yeah, yeah. And like that episode, that episode when she runs out of glitter dust, like for oh my sparkle. god, like they oh write an god. episode about it. It's like an ink cartridge all of a sudden. Right, <laughs> I know. I love it. So yeah, also Sabrina. like Harvey, Sabrina. you could be like hang out with Harvey. Her, yeah, her I, totally. her, right? I could fuck Harvey. Yeah, <laughs> handsome guy. We behind all wanted behind we your all best friend that. Sabrina's back. How dare you? <laughs> she's a witch. She's got. Right. A, she could. Right. She's probably casting clone spells him. on me by that point. Clone yeah. him. Yeah. Come on, we each get one. There was a clone yeah. Harvey at one point, wasn't there? 
episode of that? I, I don't think even there know. might have been. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then something went wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then wrapped up in a bow in 22 minutes. Wrapped up, yeah, yeah, in 22 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yes. But TGI Friday, TGIF Fridays were like my go-to oh, Sabrina same. the Teenage Witch. It was like that had yeah. to happen. It was. You, didn't, yeah, you couldn't every- even hear a beat of hesitation in my no. would you rather answer. It's like, I love, on the Dina Twitch. <laughs> I love it. I don't think everyone would agree, but I do. I, I do. Conveniently agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you rather have a witch's green skin or a werewolf's hairy fur all over your face and body? The green skin. Yeah, I figured. Well, mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Wicked. I would just do that for there life. Typecast. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Cool. Just for the maintenance alone, I pick the green skin. Yeah, maintenance I alone. Yeah. I'm yeah. Italian, so I deal with my like so fair share of body hair hairy- enough. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't need to maintain any more. Okay. The laser like, I'm good. The my laser, laser budget. hair removal budget in budget. this household is Thriller. high enough already. Yeah. We don't need any We're entering a recession. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's get real. No one can maintain that hair. Yeah. Would you yeah. rather Oh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be haunted by the ghost of a child or be a ghost who haunts children? Oh, be a ghost who haunts children. Oh, okay. Kids can be so annoying. <laughs> I like agree. it would just be so satisfying like little Timmy being like, "Mommy, she's <laughs> back." And I'd be like, they're not going to believe you. you and no one will shit. believe them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. exactly. Just like psychological torture. <laughs> As Marie has a baby, so I feel like she would not have the same. Watch out, Marie. I'm going to haunt your baby. You know, you know Let's go. Oh, Let's no. go. No, I'm just kidding. I bless your child. I bless your child. But the other would be creepy. I don't want a little kid. I I almost selfishly, I don't want to be the one haunted. So that's why I'm like, I'm not going to be scared of a human, but I'm definitely going to be freaked out of like a little. And like, how could you get any work done if you're just like a ghost child, just like being like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. Worst excuse in the world. They're never going to believe you. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm late. That like the The little ghost girl. The ghost kid. Wanted to sing me a a melody. Stop turning the taps on. I just. (laughs) She kept TikToking something. How? Who gave her a cell phone? She's a, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what cell phone provider are you with? I'm with Freedom, and my coverage in here is terrible. How does the ghost have a cell phone, and I don't? It's like she's got five G in this bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> five ghost coverage. Five ghost coverage. Wow. Well, okay. Would you rather spend an entire night in a coffin underground? No. Or spend a night in a haunted hotel? Well, you've already done that. baby. Did already it. did be done yeah. any done. day. Trick question. <laughs> I also pick haunted hotel. Coffin yeah. is terrifying. Yeah, that's that seems way worse. Oh. Would oh, you yeah. rather be cursed to live forever or die young? This one, I feel as though I will. Oh, it's almost like it's this is almost like philosophical. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be a lot harder to like li- question if I live mm-hmm. forever, do I like freeze at a, at an age or am I like death becomes her style where I'm like decomposing? But, I think like, you would like you, you, you Tom Cruise it like you, you stay the way I you, feel. Yeah, you would stay. Yeah, you it would take I'm going really to pick long. that one. I'm going to pick yeah. that one. And then I yeah. would like invest in Apple or something like I would like right. I, I would I would I would have a good yes. stock portfolio to last me the 500 years. Yes, that I'm alive. forever, not 500, so, infinite. Well, do you know what I mean? Like I would I would set myself up yeah, for, for the uh, next 500 years. What's your yeah, 500 year plan? It, 
Yeah. What's your 500-year plan? If I get one more person to ask me that question. What's my 500-year plan? God. I'm just trying to make it through this decade. My kid's kid is going to have a kid. Amazing. I think I I think forever, too. Yeah. Yeah, That's a tough one. But the other's a bit too bleak because I'm 30. It's just bleak to be like, die young. Like, what is young? Obviously, under age 18, I didn't know anything at that point. So I I need a little bit more. Sorry. I hadn't gone Uh, to the Banff Springs Hotel yet. So Exactly. You needed to go there before. Yeah. Totally. Um, Okay. So this one always gets people. Um, Mm -hmm. Would you rather be deaf or blind while being chased by an axe murderer? Deaf. Would you rather be deaf or blind? You would rather be deaf. So you'd Mm -hmm. rather be able to see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. There's something about like the the blind part. I feel like I don't know about you, but like when I go running, <laughs> I'm not gonna like <laughs> confidently close my eyes for 25 <laughs> seconds, but I can confidently close my ears. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna run into a tree mm-hmm. with the first situation. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. So logical brain says, yeah, cancel the ears. Yeah, I feel like yeah, all they'd have fair. to do is throw a rock in a different like in a like throw a rock to make you think that there's a sound over there and yeah. then getcha. Getcha. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, would you rather be kidnapped by a psychopath or get abducted by aliens? Hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the aliens one. Same. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, kidnapped does not mean killed by a psychopath. Just like, you just got to deal with some some psychopathic shit. Mm-hmm. No, couldn't do no, it. I wouldn't do it either. I would definitely cho- choose. The, the only reason I would maybe say that is so that like I could like survive and write a book about it after. Totally. Because if you survive yeah. aliens, I feel there's a lot of skeptics out there who are yeah. going to be like, mm. that didn't happen to you. Oh, you survived mm. too. Congrats. Like, whereas the the kidnapping thing, you could be like get your own little netflix show out totally that's <laughs> okay. true i'm always turning that. it into an opportunity enough money off of whatever you create out of that situation to pay for the therapy that you would need yeah. from all Done. the trauma you'd endure exactly Boom, you can't do that with a, an alien abduction you just have no. to sit with it forever no yeah, yeah. and always wonder it. if they're, that's true too then you're always wondering if they come back because if you survive a psychopath they're likely in jail or or have or died. dead or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but if you get abducted by aliens the rest of your life, every night when you go to bed, you'd be like, I wonder if they're coming back tonight, right? Totally. Well, I would I choose a psychopath one. Yeah. I would choose a psychopath one. Maybe just he's not that into you. Yeah. Oh my God. You the, can- ch- the alien's not that into you. He's not going to call you. <laughs> they're not coming back. You're not coming back. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> the alien's playing hard to get. You didn't keep up with your laser hair removal treatments and they're not coming back. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I love it. I love those questions. Disgusto. Okay. Um, Okay. So this is a bit of a trick question. Um, Would you rather trick or treat in a costume that you made yourself or Mm -hmm. one that you bought? Oh, one that you made yourself. Yes. And you get to tell everyone, I made it. If I made, if I I don't wear, I wear other people's stuff too. But if it's something I have sewn, Mm -hmm. I let you know. (laughs) I'm like, I made this. My, my boyfriend and I are going as uh, Dumb and Dumber this Halloween, which is like not exactly the most unique set of costumes, but I am like the female Classic. Dumb and like Harry uh, Lloyd. No, Harry. Oh, perfect. The, the blue. So mm-hmm. I've got like a whole, I didn't buy it. I've created like a female The suit? The suit. Oh, good I got a baby, a powder blue, like, um, like suit, uh, skirt suit from- Amazing. 
from Sheen, and then I got a bunch of other things to, to add to the whole thing. So yeah, Fine. it's going to be sexy Lloyd, sexy Harry. Sorry, I, I love it. that. Yeah, I love it. I love that Cynthia's like, I love sewing my own clothes. I made it myself, and you're like, totally made it myself. Got it at Sheen. Got it at Sheen. Yeah. I mean, I put it together. I didn't. I know. I, I will know be what sewing, you meant. I, I will be joking. sewing ruffles on a shirt. Okay, oh, so I can't yeah. even do hey. that. So I'm impressed because I can't sew ruffles on a shirt, girl. I think I'm going to, I have a Kill Bill jacket, but I don't Mm -hmm. have the pant. So I think tonight or tomorrow, remember my conflict, my dilemma about scheduling my week, um, I'm going to make a pant (laughs) to go with the jacket. So I can do a little Kill Bill. Kill Bill's great. Uma Thurman. I can see moment. it. I I'm can just see focused it. on getting my kid in some type of costume. I'm probably just going to be. You got to make him corn. Myself. You want me to make corn. him a cob of yeah. corn? It's corn. A cob of corn. It's corn. It's corn. Um, Taste the juice. Yeah. <laughs> it has the He'd juice. He'd be so cute. <laughs> that would be really cute. Uh, yeah. If I can find a baby corn, cob of corn costume, maybe I'll <laughs> do that. I was thinking of making him, a, like putting him in his stroller and turning it into a hot air balloon. But it Cute. is going to be a lot of work on my That's part, and I How don't have a lot child? of time. He just turned one yesterday. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, happy birthday! I feel like you could crochet you. him a corn costume. I could probably crochet or knit him a corn costume. I'm quite talented in that. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. nice. Are you a crocheter? Yes, I do. She crochet is. all day. Crochet, you stay. <laughs> okay. Last one. Uh, last this one. is the last question. Would you rather see the girl from the ring every time you look into a mirror or feel something touch your foot every time you go to sleep? The foot. Yeah. The foot. I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We I like just, mirrors too much, ladies. I was going to say. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. in the morning, I yeah. do see that girl. <laughs> yeah. But then I take a shower and things change. <laughs> So, exactly. you know, yeah. trick question. You keep getting me with these trick questions. You got to think. Girls, you got to yeah. think. Think Girls, ahead. Think. Come on. Think ahead. Come on. Uh, oh, right. those are fun. I love it. All I'm so right. glad you had fun. I just really wanted to end this uh, episode with um, some some words of wisdom. I just... As the episode comes to a close, I want to apologize because this podcast is going to get a lot less pretty now that Cynthia Kiss is gone. <laughs> Not my last line on the show. That is <laughs> it. Canada's trigger- triggered. Triggered. <laughs> Should have put a trigger we were- warning. <laughs> Sorry. Wasn't that the best line? I thought it that was, was really so clever. Good. I thought it's you a were good great. line. I remember thinking about it backstage. I was like, okay, we've got to keep it funny. We've got to keep it funny. Even if it's like this sad moment. Right. Like when a girl goes home on that show, it's like a death. But then right. at the same time, it's not because it's just TV. It's all it's and really, all isn't that when spectacle. it all starts? Well, yeah. Exactly. Isn't losing the new winning, you know? Yeah. It's really. So I mean. It is if you yeah. take those opportunities and handle it. If so you, exactly. I, um, And start your own podcast called Semi-Qualified Queens. Exactly. Baby, page for my book. <laughs> that's showbiz, baby, right? Like, that's just it. <laughs> that's showbiz, baby. But yeah. Stay and spooky, everyone. Just stay oh. spooky. Yeah. We love you. Love Boom. you. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 